A Court of Fairies and Fiction, Agathath Girls Podcast, hosts Mel and Liv, Episode 11, The Weary and the Wicked. Hi guys! <laughs> Hello! Things are starting out a little different today, but it's fine. We adapt. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I was telling telling Mel, I'm like, I have the kids with me, so I can't record without them being on it. So we're doing a conversation in the car today. It's good. It's fine. Um, I was just talking to Olivia about um, the conversation going on in our group chat currently and how I was talking about Nuala and Caridwen and how, like... I always forget how like quietly funny they are and as you all know we don't really like like Reese and I just I don't like how he treats them first of all he somehow got word to them to come under the mountain somehow which that's a fair point that's a, that's a good point actually which but that's it's, never explained <laughs> it's not but she said right that oh no that's a good point melanie that's a very good point <laughs> how did he, he's, 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 how did he to them? he's he's Damati though so i mean you know he could probably do it to them too right well, no, because he said that he trapped all of them in Valaris. Like, he wasn't able to talk to them or see them or anything for 50 years. That was his trauma. <laughs> but they're also a part of Asriel's spy network, which we've touched on before. And I would say that Asriel sent them there. And then maybe once they were there and they sought out Reese and he's just like, look, while you're here, I need you to do something for me. Because I do think they were feeding back what was happening to Asriel. I, w- I wonder that. Like, I wonder how much Cass and As and everyone, more everyone found out. Because more, <laughs> like, I can't remember. Did Kieran and Amarantha get along? I can't quite remember. Mm-hmm. Here's was a, uh, well, no, Baron was a suck up. They, they didn't mention any of Reese's court under the mountain. Okay. Okay. They mentioned that right. Hewn City was there, but they were never brought up. Yeah. Hewn I would imagine City he'd be a suck up. He, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But there's... So, um, so when Farah first meets them, she... It says... Um, Who was that? I managed to say as they shut the door behind us. Nuala headed for the small attached bathing room. And then she just describes it or whatever and then caridwin already stalking for the armoire cringed a bit and said over her shoulder they're resan's inner circle (laughs) i love it like they've been working for him or yeah they've been working for him what since his father because they say after that when she's like how did his court survive how did his court survive they just said um, it says Nuala's face tightened and her dark eyes flickered to her twin who slowly rose from a dresser drawer, fleece-lined slippers for me in hand. Caridwen's throat bobbed and swallowed. The High Lord is very powerful, Caridwen said, carefully, and was devoted to his people long before his father's mantle passed to him. So that's not really an explanation. 
No, it's not. And I find it interesting that she's like nervous, like kind of talking about him. Like, Caridwin does not like them. (laughs) And Noel is like, calm yourself. (laughs) I'm I'm getting, like, all the caffeine for later. I love Starbucks. I'm so jealous of you right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's the best. I mean, like, how can you live without it? And they make it that way. They know that they've addicted you, unfortunately. I I like the hot apple crisp oat milk macchiato. I've never tried that. I'm so good. I only get one shot though. Is it out yet? Yeah. It's so good. Okay. I'll order it. I'll order it tomorrow because I basically go start. Order it tomorrow. And it depends on how much espresso you like. If you don't like that much espresso, just get one shot like I do. But it's so it's very sweet though, but it it literally tastes like apple crisp. Oh, that's like the best. It's like fall. And that's what I'm like, I I don't like pumpkin spice, so I'm getting my apple crisp. I was going to say, I used to love pumpkin spice lattes. And then, like, lately, I, like, drink it. And I'm like, ooh. I think it's ever since I've had COVID. And I'm like, ooh, I can't drink that. I know. <laughs> it's it's just not driving for some reason. Yeah. So, anyways, back to um, Caridouin and Nuala, which is like, interesting to me. Like, they just don't like the IC. And I love that. Because they are <laughs> literally the flies on the wall. I I think it's quite an interesting reaction because like also isn't the whole thing like they're a quarter dreamers but like yeah and Nuala are kind of on the outside of it I don't know yeah like they're not part of the inner circle circle yeah but like they're always there so they kind of should be right like they're they're literally his servants I think he even says like they're the only servants here today are Nuala and Caridwin like what Reese has servants yeah wait I, I don't know maybe I'm wrong but I thought his whole thing was like equality <laughs> you would think <laughs> no he has Nuala and Caridwen and servants because he said that he like kicked them out so that Pharaoh wouldn't be uncomfortable and here's the thing here's the thing I like Reese like I, I, I'm gonna clarify I like Reese and but I like him because I think of him as like a super gray slash kind of villain and yeah. I love that character type and I'm always See, a villain that's lover. the thing though like I like we've said I would love him if he was like supposed to be a villain yeah well, I don't like him like- as a redeemed good guy like he's not <laughs> I don't feel like he is yeah like he can't he's not a good guy He's he not. can't be. He right? can't be. And then we have this part with Amarin. So they're so the sh- they're half Shadow Wraith and half High Fae. Okay, so they have High Fae in them. It's not like yeah. they don't. Yeah, kind of like Gwen, ha- like part nymph, mostly High Fae, whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's cool that they can turn into Shadow because that's how they work for As. I do like that. That's very cool. So are they from the human city too? Down with paper straws. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck those things. When you were in school, did you ever have the turtle example of like they had to pull the straw from the turtle's nose? Did you see? <laughs> okay, and like tell me your 90s kids without telling me your 90s kids. Do you cut your aluminum? Do you know what I mean? Like when you buy soda cans or Gatorades and they have the plastic like neck things, do you do you cut them? Because I do. 
I have. I don't really. Them. I don't really buy six packs like that all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really don't buy them, but okay. okay. Yeah, I'm like. I but I know that's school. the thing. Like you have to cut them so they don't kill the turtles. Yes. Yeah. And I still. I've been doing it for ever since I learned that, and I still do it to this day. <laughs> But yeah, I, I, that's a good question. I don't know if he got them from Hewn City. Because like. Shadows, darkness, shadows, under a mountain. Shadows, Azrael, under a mountain. They kind of sound like Hewn City-ish to me, right? Like where, where else would, sh- well, where else would shadow wraiths come from? I know. That's what I'm, oh, sorry. That's what I'm like trying to figure out. So, maybe. Maybe Azriel's mom was half Shadow Wraith and half Illyrian. Okay. Because Az can literally turn into a shadow like them. Shadow Singer. He's like the leader of the Shadow Wraiths. I don't know. <laughs> I love it. I would be like obsessed with it. You know what's so funny is I'm trying to figure out like Shadow Singer thing, but that's a whole other topic. Yeah. So. But then we have, like, Amran, and Amran hates all wraiths. It doesn't matter if they're water wraiths, shadow wraiths. She just does not like wraiths. <laughs> no, she does not at all. It says, Amran knocked before entering. Nuala and Caridwen, who had finished setting combs of Mother of Pearl into my hair, took one look at the delicate female and vanished into puffs of smoke. <laughs> they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm still convinced she's the Asteri. She has to be. Skittish things, Amran said, her red lips cutting a cruel line. Wraiths always are. Wraiths, Farah asked. She twisted in the seat before the vanity. I thought they were high fey. Half, Amran said. Wraiths are nothing but shadow and mist, able to walk through walls and stone, you name it. I don't even want to know how those two were conceived. High fey will stick their cocks anywhere. they make good spies and then she says why do you think they're now whispering in Azriel's ear that I'm in here I thought they answered to Reese they answered to both but they were trained by Azriel first are they spying on me no Reese has told them time and time again not to but I don't think Azriel will ever trust me fully so they're reporting on my movements and with good reason why why not? I'd be disappointed if Rhysand Spymaster didn't keep tabs on me, even go against orders to do so. Amarin. <laughs> what does Az know? Yeah. I'm starting to feel like Az is the most, um, I don't know, morally aligned. Oh, he morally- is. He definitely is. He's the best bad boy. Yeah, out of all of them, I... Reese even says that he knows shit that other people... Like, he can sense shit that other people can't, like... (laughs) What did he say that? He said... Yeah, he says that. He said it it, it was like Azrael with whatever powers he had could always sense things that others couldn't. Azrael is the most morally conscious one of them all. For sure. Yeah. And then, of course, Farrah goes, doesn't Reese... Reese punish him for disobeying. I love how this comes full circle in the fucking bonus chapter. (laughs) 
Those silver eyes glowed. The court of dreams is founded on three things, to defend, to honor, and to cherish. Were you expecting brute strength and obedience? Many of Reese's top officials have little to no power. He values loyalty, cunning, and compassion. And Azrael, despite his disobedience, is acting to defend his court, his people. So no, Reese does not punish that. There are rules, but they are flexible. Mm-hmm. But then Reese literally threatens his life if he goes near Elaine. Which, which, Elaine and the Wraiths, I love their friendship so much. I love it too. I love it too. Oh, and I also want to make one more point. Wasn't like the whole thing like, you know, I don't pull rank. I don't pull rank. And like, thank you back to the bonus chapter. Even all throughout the books, he's pull he's pulling rank on all of them. He's pulling rank, and do you know who? And I know we talked about this before. The first person who said I don't pull rank is Hamlin. Hamlin. And then we have and we have Reese literally saying like, "Oh well, I'll show you how a real high lord does it," or your father should have taught you. Like, it's just weird. And then the High Lords meeting. And that's why I'm like, okay, is this just the writing? Yes. And then the High Lords meeting when, yep. when yeah, when Tamlin like says what he says about Feyre and that actually makes me laugh, but everyone hates that. And then he's like, you're learning, Tamlin. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Mm-hmm. like, asshole. But anyway, I kind of want Elaine and Lucian to take the race with them then when they go to the day court. <laughs> I would love that. Like, like they're, they're not- you are not being respected here. Come with us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And well, even as shadow rates, even as shadow rates, they didn't like they don't care about the sun. Like because Pharaoh was like, oh, please leave the curtains open. And then they were like opening the curtains or whatever. So because they're high fey too. So. Right, right. I don't know how that would work with as, but that's true. But and like, they really aren't how... respected at all, and it bothers me. Well, it's very interesting, but it's also interesting because Gwen is half she's half high fang, half nymph, but she is a part of the inner circle, and they're not. So that's like intriguing to me. Mm. Well, is she? She really isn't yet. Neither is Emery. And actually, I would go as far as to say Nesta still isn't. She's just the sister. Like, Elaine really isn't either. Yeah, I would agree. I agree. I I think Nesta's not. I feel like the only reason, like, I feel like Elaine's more in the inner circle Mm -hmm. than Nesta. I don't think Nesta will ever truly be in the inner circle as much as people claim she is. Like, I don't think she will be. Because they saw the they still don't like her. They, you can't tell me they like her. Yeah, no. I don't think right? they do. They do either. So, anyway, that is not what I wanted to say today, but I just had to start with that. Um. So tell me what you want to talk about. I'm so intrigued by this. So, I did a little mythology deep dive when I was bored the other night and I think I mentioned very briefly at the end of the last time we filmed I think about how 
the Ouroboros mirror is similar to a line said by Thanatos. Yes. Yep. I remember this. Yep. Yeah. Like how he looked through her to the being beneath. Yep. Yeah. So (laughs) I have like a whole thing about Thanatos and it actually kind of comes back to more. Which is very interesting because they both hail from Hewn City. Okay. And I, I'll start reading it if you want me to read it now. I'll just do that real quick. I had to write it all down. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Did you see that other family tree that I sent you? I loved it. I loved it. And then I saw something that was really intriguing to me was the Andrus thing. And I was like... <laughs> Andrus, how funny would it be if like he's the key to everything like um right like it comes back full circle like the character we start with is like yeah. oh that's yeah. fucking hunt's dad like like but i'm like i was trying to figure out how that would play in i know because like Andrus was supposed to be like i don't know another figure of death like how many grim reapers are you gonna have <laughs> Yeah, but but I did find it interesting that he was a messenger from hell or whatever. Yeah. So it's like this they live in like on hell. They are on hell for sure. I don't know. I'm thinking that they're on a totally other planet now. And I because I don't know, I feel like when um I feel like when the Asteri tried to overrun hell and then they chased them out, we heard that the people from hell followed them so they wouldn't destroy any other planets oh really (laughs) all right let's hear it so it might be a little bit complicated (laughs) just to explain it but this is what i got all right i i I, I did videos i did a three-part video series on or real series on Instagram of this, and I had to transcribe them so I could do it on the podcast. I'm so excited. I'm like, so I I'm didn't like... forget what I said because it kind of gets a little complicated, but okay. Anyways, um, no, I'll read so, from... so all the deets. Okay, so I'll just start reading from this. Uh, the Orbos mirror that Kier possessed, as we know, originally belonged to the Weaver, as we heard from the okay. Bone Carver. He said that right. his sister originally had it, which I'm going to go into other details later, but full circle, like the character we start with is like, yeah. oh, that's yeah. fucking Hunt's dad. Like, like but I'm like, I was trying to figure out how that would play in. I know because like Andrus was supposed to be like, I don't know, another figure of death. Like how many Grim Reapers are we going to have? <laughs> yeah but but i did find it interesting that he was a messenger from hell or whatever yeah. so it's like this they live in like on hell they are on hell for sure i don't know i'm thinking that they're on a totally other planet now and i because i don't know i feel like when um i feel like when the asteri tried to overrun hell and then they chased them out we heard that the people from hell followed them so they wouldn't destroy any other planets oh really <laughs> She's like, Hi. stop touching it oh hold on hold on 
One second. Oh, I saw the video of him walking too. He's so cute. <laughs> so do you think you could watch him so I could film with Melanie for a little bit? Actually, getting ready to cook. So what do you want me to do? Can you watch him for even like twenty minutes? Yes, Autumn. Twenty minutes, okay? Or do you want it? Or should we film this part tonight? No, it's fine. Twenty minutes is fine. Twenty minutes. Let's play with Logan, okay? Can you guys play with Logan for a little bit? Are you going to be in the house or outside? In the house. Okay, let me take his shoes off. Can you... um? Let's play with Logan. Yeah. Hey. Let's play with Logan. Sorry. Okay, Melanie. We're almost done. No okay, worries. Okay. Okay. All right, let's hear it. So it might be a little bit complicated <laughs> just to explain it, but... This is what I got. All right. I I, I, I I did videos. I did a three-part video series on, or real series on Instagram of this, and I had to transcribe them so I could do it on the podcast. I'm so excited. I'm like, <laughs> so I I'm didn't like... forget what I said because it kind of gets a little complicated, but okay. anyways. Um, no, I'll read so, from... so all the deets. Okay. So I'll just start reading from this. Uh, the Orbos mirror that Kier possessed, as we know, originally belonged to the Weaver, as we heard from the okay. Bone Carver. He said that right. his sister originally had it, which I'm going to go into other details later. But I think Thur was the planet of the gods. We know that the Asteri are gods, and we know that those three were death gods, right? right. I think they're from the same planet. Um, So I think that when they kind of jumped their planet and they all landed in different other ones and that's how those three ended in Prithian and someone's like well we don't know if they ever had kids I'm like but there's death powers out there so like they had to have had children at some point whether it was on their planet or in Prithian before they right. got trapped or whatever you know I don't know I feel like everyone has a bloodline <laughs> Everyone has a bloodline. Oh, Come on. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Well, it's interesting because they were their siblings. Like, I don't know if it's like siblings in like the actual sibling sense of like blood related. So, like, blah, blah. so those, so it's weird. So the way that the Asteri describes it. So like the original seven Asteri, I think are blood siblings. Hi. And then what they call their siblings are just other sets of actual siblings with the same powers. Like, or they're okay. the same being. Because okay. remember, they're, like, older, so they have, like, older terms and all of this stuff. Yeah. So, because the bone cover says that the Weaver was his twin. He did say that. Yes, he did. They're twins. They're twins. So, I think the original seven Asteri are blood siblings. I think Koshi, the bone carver, and the weaver are blood siblings. And then there's just a host of all other little Asteri families, and they all just kind of consider each other siblings. Okay. Okay. Because the bone carver did say, like, they're death gods, girl. Like, I don't want them knowing I'm here. Like, you know, all this stuff. And yeah, he just does not like his own species very much though so they're all hysteria <laughs> daglin whatever and i feel like there's always an outlier which i'll get into later anyway but anyways my point is the mirror belonged to the weaver first 
and we knew that it was in Hewn City. Um, Thanatos has the same gift, seeing the being beneath. He's a prince of hell who lives in Hewn City, but acts more like an Asteri. Um, the mirror is said to be from Kier's bloodline. An heirloom of his bloodline. So it's not just something they had in their treasure trove. So it was, like, it was like a prize, like family. So that's why I think that Kier and Moore descend from the Weaver. Because we also have that quote of, um, I think it was the Cassian or Feyre. It was like whatever roiling dark magic was beneath her pretty skin or whatever exterior. the hell. It yeah. <laughs> exterior. Dark roiling so, magic. <laughs> I'm trying to I was I was thinking about this. Not to get off of your topic. Mm -hmm. But has it like ever crossed your mind? I don't know, maybe I'm crazy and just like it's my tinfoil hat. Like sometimes I feel like the weaver, the bone carver, and Koshi were like originally Fey, and then like they had like a spell, like a witch spell place. That I love those. Oh, it's I like, love it. It's like mystics. <gasps> I so had this cool. one. I had this one, or I have this one with the and little that cauldrons. That's so freaking cute. Which like, one? <laughs> seriously. What are we talking about today? Um, Santos to the cauldron. Okie doke. <laughs> anyway, go I on. So, I don't know. It's some, like, in my mind, it's really crazy, but I'm like, the Weaver, the Bone Carver, and Koshi, they were like originally high fae, and then like they did something and were cursed by like a witch or something. I don't know. I don't know. I'm crazy. So, like, they were spelled, they were spelled by Thea into their respective whatever, because I think they were the last Asteri that she knew of that were yes. there. Well, that makes sense. I did not realize that Thea spelled them there. Well, he said, fuck, um, this was all from my Tumblr post that I did today, which I was going to read after because this kind of goes into it. But yeah. um, he says, where the f I have all of his quotes here, too. Um, okay. Uh, he asked, do you, do you think I wish to go back? Where we came from, I do not believe it's now anything more than dust drifting across a plane, which is what Rigella says about his planet. It's just ruins. We can't, we don't even know where it is anymore. Um, there's no home to return to, not one that I desire. And then she said he's, he'd been here before Amarin even arrived tens of thousands of years longer, perhaps. So maybe it wasn't Thea, maybe it was someone else. The carver traced three overlapping interlocked circles in the dirt. The original three bloodlines, maybe, from Prithian, ah. which would be them. Yeah. yeah. Um, you have met my sister, my twin, the weaver, as you now call her. I knew her as Striga. She and our older brother, Koshi. How they delighted in this world when we fell into it. How those ancient fae feared and worshipped them. Had I been braver, I might have bided my time and waited for their power to fade for that long-ago fey warrior to trick Striga into diminishing her power and becoming confined to the middle. Koshi, too, confined and bound to his little lake on the continent. All before Prithian, before the land was carved up and any high lord was crowned. Clever that fey warrior. Her bloodline is long gone now. Which, I'm thinking that it's not the Archerons, but Embers. And that's how I'm Bryce thinking... is that powerful. I love that. 
I love that. I was gonna say Aelin. I was like, maybe it's Aelin. Like maybe that's who he's talking about. We're like, how is Bryce this super powerful starborn person if it's like a human and just whatever Anar had, which was like nothing? That's why I mean, and like I'm like, are they downplaying? They have to be downplaying Anar, but you have a very good point. I actually could see that. Her bloodline is long gone now, though a trace still runs through some human line. He smiled perhaps a bit sadly. No one remembers her name, but I do. She would have been my salvation had I not made my choice long before she walked this earth. What the fuck was her name? That's why I think it was Thea. That's why I think it was Thea, because, yeah, Thea and Fiona or whatever were there before the courts. Okay, but then think about that. Think about that. If it's Thea and Fiona, right? How does the bone carver have a connection? Is the bone carver Fiona? No, because the bone carver, the weaver, and Koshi are like the Asteri species. They came <laughs> with the Asteri and then they drove them out. The princes of hell helped them drove drive them out or whatever. And I think those were the three that Thea knew for a fact was still there and she can find them. He says, so he says, this is about his siblings and him or whatever. He chose to be stuck there. He's like, please spell me here. <laughs> Him Remember? and Briaxis chose that. Him yeah. and Briaxis, like, why do you guys want to Bri- stay where you're, yeah. where you're at? She could not kill them in the end. They were too strong. They could only be contained. The carver wiped a hand through the circles he'd drawn, erasing them wholly. I knew that long before she ever trapped them, took it upon myself to find my own way. What? And then Cassian I said, the to, to spare the world from yourself. The, car- the carver's eyes burned like the hottest flame to hide from my siblings. They are death gods, girl. You are immortal or long-lived enough to seem that way, but my siblings and I, we are different, and the two of them are stronger, so much stronger than I ever was. My sister found a way to eat life itself to stay young and beautiful forever thanks to the lives she steals. The Asteri eating first light yeah but also um if they're so powerful it just like brings me back to the highburn war they were killed so easily don't you feel like they were killed really easily that's what i don't like about like (laughs) sjm like they they were absolutely killed way too easily yeah i didn't like that at all like highburn just like walks by by the weaver and like twist her neck and she's done yeah it was weird i don't know so i do have another point to make i know that we didn't read all of tog yet but you know how i said how the bone carver was the truth god from which again truth god twin with the weaver more um from tog it says um so if, if they are death gods, then what are you? I am forgotten. That's what I am. And that's how I prefer to be. Um, so when the Asteri left their planet, they were trying to conquer all these other planets, right? Which means they right. would, they did go to the Tog world. I think it was, it must have been after they went to hell because hell was following them trying to, or maybe it was before hell because they did wipe out the whole planet, basically. They said they they wiped out. Oh yeah, Ar- like the whole Aralia? top world. Yeah. Well, they didn't say Aralia. They just said the the world where all the shifters came from that had <gasps> all the animal forms. 
we have to read you know what we got we got to start tog so he was that truth god from tog when they were in that on that planet and then they moved to hell hell drove them out and then followed them where they went to prithian that's why there's princes of hell in prithian with the bone carver and everyone they all kind of ended up there they had the big war they created the illyrians the illyrians went against them all of those different factions drove them out and then they found midgard interesting and whatever was left or i guess whatever was left from the tog world or whatever they pulled to midgard and remember he said like we bred the fey ears out of them them. yeah and i'm telling you i'm convinced i'm gonna say it right now lydia is somehow related to rowan and aelin she has to be she her shifter form everything yeah the the stag and everything (laughs) the stag the ring the ring that she has this is the part that confuses me though because if highburn is in a stary that means the bone carver knew this so going by the bone carver they all have different levels of power which which we actually see at the end of crescent city 2 did you finish yet I'm close. I'm close. I'm close, but like not yet. So tonight, after did the you casting, get to it- the power levels? No. She, there's I know, a whole I know. digital. There's a whole digital screen of their power levels and how much first light they need to re ramp up their power levels. The the individual Asteri or the plants. Mm-hmm. The individual so, Asteri. Who's and you said that Rigelis is the most powerful one. Yeah. So. And, uh, so the bone carver says this or cassian says this if highburn wins this war you might find the gates of this place the gates of this place cassian blown wide open and your sister and brother unleashed from their own territories and interested in paying a visit even highburn is not that to the bone carver oh to the okay he probably fucking tattled on them (laughs) i'm probably like they're here and here He, he probably I think he was in love he was in love with Thea and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, here's the tea Take everyone was in love with Thea <laughs> Thea must have been like some type of woman also like how crazy would it be if Bryce was actually Thea but never mind that's another video anyways um he said even Highburn is not that foolish a satisfied huff of air I'm sure there are other inmates here who will find your offer tempting though you will not even consider assisting us is this what you would prefer for eternity? If you knew my brother and sister, Cursebreaker, you would find this a much wiser and more comfortable alternative. So, why are they stronger than the Midgard Asteri? Or they are the Midgard be. like Rige- or are they like as strong as Rigelis? I don't know. I don't know. It's really, but it's weird. It's what's weird to me, and I understand like why she would leave it out. Is like Reese, like nobody calls them by like what they really are. It's like the Weaver and the, you know, it's yeah. not like the Weaver is a dagger. Well, like, they have. Like, well, well, it's Koshi and Striga. We just right. never know the Bone Carver's name, <laughs> and we never know his Fey Warrior's name either. But we're assuming it's the. Yeah. But back to Thanatos. <laughs> um, I love it. So I said. um Thanatos lives in Hewn City, but he acts more like an Asteri. He says that he hates his brother's semblance of civilization and how he refuses their plans and everything, you know, 
to help the Asteri. So I said, I think that he joined the Asteri and betrayed his brothers in the first wars, and that's why he was spelled to suffer in Hewn City forever by Thea. Interesting. Why do you think that she... Why do you think... I have an explanation. (laughs) Of course I have an explanation. I was like, why him? Why her and not Reese? So he recognized Bryce's starlight and said that he wanted to eat it. So he recognized it as Thea's. He hates her. Hates her. Said he wants to, like, said he wants to eat her. Um, I said, please note that Thanatos is a prince of death, which he says. And we know that Reese and Kier both know him. And we know that he has a daughter. We know that Thanatos has a daughter, as we've said. This is the interesting part that I thought of. So I did say that I think it was Fury. I said that I think Thanatos turned on his brothers during the first war. Kind of like how um, Thea turned on like Theon and everyone for Aedis for the Prince of Hell. I said because I think Thanatos conceived his daughter with Inisteri. I think he loved Inisteri. I said, what if that Asteri was Sirius, the one that Apollyon supposedly ate? This would mirror Aedas falling for Thea, landing them on opposite sides of the battle. And I'm also wondering if Thanatos aided Peleus in killing Thea after she trapped him to get revenge. He would hate (laughs) Aedas for loving Thea and hate Apollyon for quote-unquote eating Sirius, henceforth turning on his brothers. (laughs) and fury with all Um, the questions of what is she what is she what is she and how she went back and forth on both sides she's both (laughs) she's a princess of hell and an asteri okay so when you say it like that i love it and it makes it makes it makes sense anatos kept his daughter under wraps for however many years yeah I am because we know nothing. <laughs> we know nothing about Fury's background, oh, and yeah. then she was just gone for those two years after everyone died or whatever, which aligns with Akawar and Thanatos having trouble with his unruly daughter, <laughs> who befriended the Starborn Princess. <laughs> I mean, I like it. I like it a lot. Come on. And especially like her falling for Juniper, like a regular damn fae. Like, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> I love it. I love As it. If I moving didn't on. drop a bomb on everyone. I, was, I know. I'm like, I'm sitting here trying to like wrap my mind around what you just said. There's so much more. Um, I said, I looked up Thanatos in mythology and he is supposed to be the Grim Reaper. Wait, is Thanatos? Wait, Thanatos is not the Underking. No, they're different. They're different. Never mind. I said, so I find it funny that the beast that he created, the Underking, now possesses, and the Underking is kind of now the Grim Reaper because Thanatos has been stuck in Hewn City. And that's why the beasts were reporting back to him for the Underking. <laughs> Remember? He was pissed that she killed the beast because they were reporting back to him faithfully 
He was furious. Why would he want to know? Is it just because he wants to keep tabs on the Asteria? Is that what's going on? Maybe he wants to just keep tabs on his power because it's technically his job. <laughs> and and the souls that like are dying. So he's like and trying I to like- think and I think if Reese is truly Apollyon or related to Apollyon or knows Apollyon, mm-hmm. Thanatos would have gifted his beasts to Hibern as an Asteri because he's still on their side. If Highburn is the Underking. But even if he isn't, he still gifted his beasts to Highburn. It's weird, isn't it, that he would give Highburn those beasts? A little bit strange. Yeah. So here's the big twist that I really wanted to bring up. (laughs) In mythology, in mythology, Thanatos has a female counterpart whose name is Moors. (gasps) No. M-O-R-S. Moore grew up in Hewn City. Kier is her father. Kier's name means dusky. Dusk? Dusky? Duskort. Dusk. Yeah. Um, Moore's, in mythology, is directly connected to four people other than Thanatos. The god of war, Cassian. The god of Hi. the underworld, Asriel, the god of death, Reese, and a messenger of God, Amarin. <laughs> the entire fucking inner circle. <laughs> what? And Thanatos himself is directly connected to the three fates, the Marai. As we know, Clotho is one of those, and Moore is the one who goes to Clotho to do research for herself and Reese. What the? What the? So, Moore getting her bleeding and becoming the most powerful female in like Hewn City. She could rival Thanatos. I freaking love it wait aren't they twins though that's kind of what i got from that or no they're just like they're, they're just counter powers yeah yeah dark roiling magic under her pretty exterior what so i wonder if that's why they were like ship her off to the autumn court ship her off get her off get her the fuck out of here you know <laughs> we need allies in the autumn court but i have more so now the Bone Carver showed Reese and Feyre Nyx, and he said that Reese was his favorite, so Reese must descend from the Bone Carver. And if Moore and Reese are distant cousins, and the Weaver and the Bone Carver were siblings, that would track. That would track. And I said there's one more sibling, older brother Koshi. In a court of silver flames, he's talking to Cassian and Azriel with Breelin. As we've said a million times, he tells Azriel that he's been preparing for him and is annoyed he doesn't want to talk to him. Azriel has the exact same shadows as Koshi. So going with my theory that Reese and Az are first cousins through their mother's line, that would mean the Weaver, the Weaver's bloodline is Kier and more, and then the Bone Carvers is Reese, Nyx, whatever, and then Koshi would be Azriel's father and Azriel. Yes, yes. And he's connected to Reese by their mother's line, not their father's line. Interesting. I could see it. Yeah. 
So I said, as as would be Reese's cousin through his mother's line, and Moore would be his cousin through his father's line. So Moore and As wouldn't technically be related, but it might be another right. reason that Moore is weirded out at dating As. Yeah. However, we must also bring in Cormac, because he comes into this as well. He has shadows similar to Asriel's. Moore has dark roiling magic, so we know that her tooth magic is rooted in death, which we know okay. from... The scene in Akawar when the queens are like terrified of her and they're like, it's the Morgan. It's the Morgan yeah, was... from the war. Like they're terrified of her. Um, I said Cormac could fit into any of their direct lines. However, I think that he's um, I said at first that maybe he was one of Moore's brothers, but now I'm thinking he probably isn't. Um, But anyways, um. He does talk terribly about his father, and when Bryce called off the engagement, he was kind of scared to talk to his father. So if he was Moore's brother, I think the terror would come from the fact that he knew how Kier reacted to the downfall of Moore yeah. and Harris's engagement. But that doesn't make sense, though, too, when you think about it. Yeah, and now Cormac lost it with Bryce, which both of those engagements involve children from the Autumn Court, which brings all that back to the Autumn Court people being related, but that's a different thing. And then I said, my second Cormac theory is that he's actually Azrael's first cousin through his father. Yeah, I could see that. Yep. Whereas Reese is through his mother. Yep. Um, Az has two stepbrothers, the ones who are said to have burned him. Now, this is why I think this one is better. Rune mentions during his ordeal with the Star Sword that Cormac tried to kill him with his awful twin cousins. Twin cousin. Yeah. <laughs> it has to be Azriel's stepbrothers. And they're the same, but it's just, it's weird because they're different worlds. That's my only thing. Why is it a different world? Because the Asteri, like, lured people to Midgard. They were luring people from and all... But the, and that's the thing, it's, but what's the timeline? Well, because, because Lauren is there. Lauren got there somehow. Cormac's dad got there somehow. I have another part in here, but Flynn's bloodline got there somehow. We know he's from the Spring Court. I have some quotes about that too, but. You, you want to know what too, real quick. I do want to say it's interesting because they, they didn't talk about that second war, right? So if there was a second war that was more recent than the Thea one, then during that war, they could have pulled all those fae, and that would track and that would make sense. Moore said that there were two wars. She did. Yeah, she but did. But we and only they... know about the first war what? and then we had our Highburn War. We don't know yes. about the one in the middle with no. the Queens. Why no. she's called the Morgan. Yeah. I mean they totally Well, actually, no, because it was the first wars, and then it was the one, with, the one with the loyalists, which was also like Amarantha and Highburn. Yeah, but Amarantha was a big part of that. That could have been. There's something about under the mountain because Eris <laughs> Eris makes a point to try to tell Cassian and Nesta in Silver Flames about there's three mountains, sister mountains, three, and there, three. And under underneath it right he's talking about like old passageways or something like that i wonder if they're still or they were active and like a couple years back a couple hundred years back when as was 
however old. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I, I yeah, know. we, and I've said this a million times on this podcast. I'll probably bring it up again, but like again, when they're when Farah and Lucian are fleeing Akawar, and she says we could have gone straight through under the mountain to the Night Court. One, how do you know that? Yeah. <laughs> and two, what? <laughs> yeah. Straight under all the courts. Spring yes. tonight. The northern and southern rifts. Come on, come on. And Feyre, Feyre's a little sneak. She clearly knows a lot more than she's brought up in the books. Thank you, Feyre, again. And um, I'm not going to go into the other stuff. I'll I'll do that later before we do the Cassian thing really quick. Okay. But I did have a little tiny theory from Instagram that I thought of this morning. Oh, no, don't don't say it because I, I truly got to go and keep it for tonight. It's keep so it good. For tonight, okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it has to do with Farah and Reese. I love that. Okay, cool. <laughs> You're going to be right. shocked. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm always shocked. So, <laughs> okay, anyway. <clears throat> Hello. <laughs> Serious face now. <laughs> Hi, guys. Um, however, I think I do have an original theory here. <laughs> Since I so want- many people suddenly have our theories. I was going to say. Melanie and I were just how laughing. original. I know. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen that before. I know. <laughs> Only on our podcast. I was gonna say. Yeah. I literally. I, I just get. I get so unreasonably mad. <laughs> it's so. It's so ridiculous too. I don't know why I'm like so possessive of it. I'm like that's I'm so our possessive. theory. I'm like this we came up with that theory. We had it over a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> it. One year. It makes no sense, like, logically. Zero sense. But I like, oh. busted a gut when you sent me that fucking screenshot. You're like, what's that? <laughs> so, for, so, for context, for our listeners who don't know. <laughs> so, I was on, like, Instagram. And there's this, like, famous, <clears throat> it's, like, pretty famous artist or whatever. And, like, <clears throat> she put up a post that was, like, Lucian being high king, right? <laughs> And so I like texted. So I texted Melanie because Melanie and I both called this out like a year ago, like literally a year ago. Literally the same quote. Yeah. (laughs) And like I made a huge post. Like I, I made it. She made a video. Like I made a huge post and like um in put it in this like really big like Facebook group or whatever. So um. I sent it to Melanie being like, because I had never seen anyone else besides us say the high yeah. king theory with Lucian. <clears throat> Nobody. I have, but it wasn't with any like context or like quotes or anything. They're just, they were like, just kind of like freelance guesses. Really? You ha- you saw other people say it too? Yeah. Really? Well, because they're like, well, we don't know a lot about him and we've never really seen his powers or whatever. But I was like, I have the quotes. Yeah. And we know, like, we were, like, putting the pieces together with him in the different yeah. courts and stuff. So, long story short, I got really petty tonight and was, like, <laughs> we're petty. We're we should just call petty. it the Petty Bitch Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I really love that. <laughs> I actually really love that name. <laughs> the Petty Girls. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Maybe you and I could do like a spinoff like series and we just talk about like really petty shit that pissed us off. 
bonus videos of us literally just bitching about people. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, sorry. It's like been men. weird. <laughs> like oh. men. <laughs> we'll have to do like a dating <laughs> podcast too. Like, I, I know. We'll have to talk about men just in general. But so yeah, so Melanie and I were just being really petty because like, you know, that's what we do. <laughs> That's what we do. But now, let me tell me tell me your theory because now I'm intrigued. So I think I, I like I said I think this one is pretty original. Okay, I um, I love original theories. I'm all about it. So okay, here it was. It was from last night. I put it on my little thingy. I had to, you know. Um. I said. What if Feyre was tricked into making a blood oath to Reese and Akamath to save his life from the Bloodbane arrows? Tell me, tell me a little bit more about that. This is where I was like, we have to remember the Surreal is a monster. As sweet and funny as our Surrey is, he is still a monster. Yeah. The cereal is the one that told Farah that she needed to give Reese her blood to save him before the pink weed. And I said, is that why she suddenly changed to be too much like Reese and she does things to please him, serve him, and, you know, impress him? And then I just put, what the actual fuck was with him having to consume her blood? I know. Like, I don't think that we see a blood oath. And it was never brought up again. No. I don't think that we see a blood oath anywhere else in the series. And it's not in Crescent City either. So that was pretty interesting. It was in Tog. (gasps) With who? Blood oaths are in Tog with Maeve. And and it was like Fenry's Moonbeam and Connell Moonbeam. Yeah. Like, yeah. Really? And I have the little description here from the wiki. Read it. Read it. It says, The blood oath is an ancient magic. Having existed for thousands of years, it allows two beings to bind themselves to one another in what is always an unequal bond with one person being completely subservient to the other. Bound by a blood oath, the secondary or beta party relinquishes their free will to the primary alpha party. Because of the nature of this bond, the blood oath is seen as the ultimate display of loyalty and obedience. Now, there's another part of this. Mm -hmm. Swearing the blood oath is a simple process. The person who wishes to swear themselves to another must drink their blood while while or after swearing to serve them. I think it could go both ways, though. Um, So, yeah, but in that, yeah, in that instance, Reese drank her blood, so. Yeah. Hmm. She was, yeah, she was giving her blood to him. The words themselves do not matter, but rather the intention behind them. As long as they follow a basic format and have a clear meaning, the oath will work. Due due to the profound meaning behind the oath, the process has evolved over time and differs from place to place. In some cases, a ceremony may be held to commemorate the occasion and give it more importance. So, of course, I have examples here. (laughs) I love it. So, part one would be the actual blood oath. It says, 
Farrah says, I drew a dagger across my forearm, the cut long and deep, and dropped to my knees before him. I didn't feel the pain. Drink this now. Reese blinked, brows raising, but I didn't give him the chance to object before I gripped the back of his head, lifted my arm to his mouth, and shoved him against my skin. He paused as my blood touched his lips, then his mouth opened wider, brushing my arm as he sucked in my blood, one mouthful, two, and then three. I yanked my arm back, the wound already healing, and shoved down my sleeve. And then they have that little fight. And then she said, how long have you known that I'm your mate? Reese stilled, the entire world stilled. Feyre, how long have you known that I'm your mate? That was part one of the process. Part two of the process is when they're in the cabin after they do their whole mate bond thing. And she says, I want you to know now, Resan, that I love you. I want you to know that I am broken and healing, but every piece of my heart belongs to you. I am honored to be your mate. And then she says... Um, I won't let them take me from you, and I won't let them take you from me either. And then, of course, we have uh, Reese. If they had removed her other glove, they would have seen a second tattoo on her right arm, the twin to the other, inked last night when we crept out, found a priestess, and I swore her in as my high lady. Ceremony? Shh. And I find it funny that he never actually, like, calls her his wife. Huh. <clears throat> always my high lady, my equal, my bubba. Like, is she your equal, though? So what are you saying? Are you saying that Feyre is kind of above Reese, maybe? I, no, I think Feyre's the beta. Really? Because you want to know what? Like, I just was thinking, I like, think- what if... I think she kind of fucked up the magic by not giving him a chance to object to it. Yeah. And so then it kind of made him the alpha party. Yeah. Which he was stronger anyway. You want to know what? I'm starting to think maybe we're wrong. Like, maybe Feyre is the evil mastermind behind like everything. she's 21, though. Like, she isn't actually 500 years old like Reese, you know? <laughs> That's true. And actually, there was a, um, fuck, I forgot, I think I forgot to screenshot it. Um, there's a part, I don't know if I can find it right now, but there's a part where they come back from Highburn or whatever, and he's, like, explaining all that shit to them, and then he says... Um, and then I will delight in helping my mate rip apart the spring court. I hate that so much. (laughs) But he says that before we see her land in the spring court. He did say that before? It's, like, before the chapter where, like, her and Tamlin land in spring. So I'm like, if he wanted that to happen, would that... Would she be like, would the, oh, I want this to happen? The blood oath type thing? His will would be her will. <laughs> it's weird. I mean, it's just... <clears throat> I like it. I really like that original theory. That would be fascinating. Like, if that's, that's weird. And then the death pact is weird. 
the death pact is so weird like it's it's so and it was so unnecessary like she like why is that even in like they didn't you have to think of like like he almost dies like blood oath is that like a blood oath thing because she said i won't let them take you like i won't let them take me from you you from me yeah thing and that's why they would do the death pact but it's like see but that's pharah to me like that's fucking pharah like that's what i'm saying like if it was reese's will she would think it's hers but it's funny because don't you think that reese almost has more like forgiving instances than like Feyre does throughout the series like Feyre is the one that's like I'm not gonna apologize you don't need to apologize I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do like I almost feel like like she's the one that's like yes and no I mean they both kind of have their moments yeah yeah Um, I think the one that I think the one that bothers me the most is the one with Tarquin which I always bring up but I I love I love when you bring that one up I posted that one today (laughs) It, that, I that, spared him from apologizing. Fuck off. That was please on replay. Like, <laughs> I love when you did that thing when you were like, take care of your wounded. <laughs> that was one of my favorite things you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> take care of your wounded, Tarquin. Yeah, Don't I love that. Orders. Yeah. He's high lady of the night court. You're in the <laughs> summer fucking court, bro. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, they're just so um, crazy. Anyway, like going back to thing. earlier, real quick about Fury being the daughter of Thanatos and Asteri, Sirius. Yeah, I don't know if it was on. Might have been on Instagram. Do you remember? I don't know if you saw it, but someone asked, like, they were like, "Why would the Asteri listen to Fury? Like, why would they listen to this random bitch?" Right. In the helicopter? Oh, was it you? It was you, I think. In the helicopter where you're like, why would they listen to her? Right? But they would listen to her if she's descended from Sirius, their dead sister. Okay, so that has a lot more weight to it when you mention it like that, when you say it like that. So not only would she be a princess of hell, she would be the descendant of their lost but then it's like they have to know well i guess they could trust her because they know that thanatos is one of them basically because like she could function as a god like the princes of hell like she could function as like a prince of hell without needing first light like the asteri yeah she could she I'm could, trying... but she could also have some gifts from the Asteri. I don't know. Like she's playing Bryce, and she, she's so. sharing stuff with Juniper. And Juniper is on my shit list. Let's be real. Juniper was awful. I mean, you don't leave your friend you like that. Complain about Juniper. I... We either complain about Juniper or we circle back to Lucian. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um. I'm gonna pull up my post from earlier again. Okay. Just to and then I'll skip over the Thanatos part that I already did. No worries. But <clears throat> so someone sent me an ask on Tumblr, which I was like, I got an ask. I never get asks. <laughs> Wait, what's an ask? Tell me I'm not on Tumblr. It's like frequently. 
It's like a little mailbox. Someone can ask you a question and then you can answer it. Oh. <laughs> you have to get Tumblr. I know. It's, it's so, on my to-do list. So not SJM asked. <laughs> You're like, it's CRTM. <laughs> have you read Tog? This might be a spoiler. I think Tamlin is 100% descended from Adian and Lysandra. The dude literally looks like Adian and Gavriel and he's a shifter. Does that mean all the High Lords are descended from Tog characters? I think Thyssen is for sure descended from Kaol and Irene with healing powers, brown brown hair and eyes, and Irene's power was described as Dawn a few times. I also saw on your Insta that Reese is from Maeve and Connell. And then she thought it was Fenris and then whatever. And then she said, I think Callius is from the White Thorns. Not sure about the others. What do you think? I made the this two-hour post. Hell yeah. I typed it all out, and then it got deleted. <gasps> I was so mad. So I had to redo it again. It took me two hours. Oh, that would be so upsetting to me. So I said, I know a ton about Tog, but I haven't read it yet, though according to my research, research Fenris only made the blood oath to Maeve to help his brother since Connell was her original slave. Connell got angry about his sacrifice and ultimately died for Fenris, as far as I can see. However, I don't know if you've read Crescent City, but major spoilers ahead. <clears throat> and then I told her, um, I said, when Rigelis is talking to Bryce, we get that he says, um, uh, da -da -da, your breed of fae dwelled in a lovely verdant land rich with magic if it's of any interest to you that your starborn bloodline specifically hailed from a small isle a few miles from the mainland dusk <clears throat> and while the mainland had all manner of climes the isle existed in beautiful near permanent twilight but only a select few in the entirety of your world could shift from their humanoid forms to their animal ones so that's tamlin and prithian yeah Yep. And then the Midgard shifters were fae from a different planet. All the fae in that world shared their form with an animal. The mare descended from them too. Perhaps they once shared a world with your breed of fae, but they had been alone on their planet for long enough to develop their own gifts. And then they don't have pointed ears. We bred that out of them. It was gone within a few generations. That's the Tog fae. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Um... He says, two breeds of fae, both rich in magic. They were ideal food. We couldn't allow them to unify against us. And then, which I kind of forgot this part, but then we have this gem. It says, Bryce drummed her fingers on the glass desk. I've got a 9,000-year-old Ro Rodinian bust of Thur. Basically a broody male who was supposed to pass for the nearly forgotten minor storm deity. All that remained of him in their culture was the behemoth of a planet named after him. And Thursdays, apparently. And Thursdays. I love that. But there is a planet. That's yeah. the gods and the Asteris planet. Is it the Asteris planet, though? It has to be. Because it's the planet of the gods. And he goes, we are gods. He did say that. Mm -hmm. I'm worried said, about hunts. I said, I believe that this is going to be the center of her series, Twilight of the Gods. I think, I think it is the too, beginning yeah. of everything going back. Yeah. Um, I said, I believe that there was the home planet of the Asteri. Rigelis even says to Bryce, "We are gods. You will not find our home world on there." A cold voice said through the intercom, "Even we have forgotten where its ruins lie." Bryce squeezed, shaking hands into fists. Why? Why do any of this? Why do you drink water and eat food? We are higher beings. We are gods. 
And then I did the bone carver part because I was like, he's also a god. Um, and then, yeah, how the bone carver said that um, the fey warrior couldn't kill the other two, that she could only contain them. I said, just as a note, there is usually an outlier in every group of bad or good people. For ordinary Illyrians, it would be Balthazar, good among bad. For the princes, it would be Thanatos, bad among good. For the Asteri, it would be the bone carver, good among bad again. And then maybe Sirius, but we don't really know much about her, except that she was supposedly one of the nicer ones. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, A.K.A. Amarin. <laughs> yeah. Supposedly. Convinced. Supposedly. I think so. Supposedly. One of the <laughs> But wouldn't that make Amryn Fury's mom? <laughs> yeah, it would. Yeah, it would. <laughs> um, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then I just put um, even Highburn as evil as he was, being in a starey, knew that he had nothing on the most powerful original six of them. Um, I said, even Apollyon, the supposed worst prince of hell, tried to tip off Bryce as to what Project Thur originally was, which is, as we now know, Rigelus's plan to go back and get retribution from planets who drove them out, most notably Prithian, since they successfully killed most of the Asteri. We know that the princes of hell and the Asteri are on opposite sides, and the princes are considered the good guys. Um, and then I have a couple quotes here. Apollyon waved a broad hand to the ruined world around them. Why do you think I slew Peleus? Why do you think I went on to devour Sirius? All for him, my foolish, lovesick brother. Atis was in such a rage over Thea's death at Peleus's hands. His folly lost us that phase of the war. And then we have Thea, Bryce whispered hoarsely. Atis had loved the Fae Queen, and Hell had come to help exactly as Apollyon had said. Hell had kicked the Asteri from their own world. But then the demon princes had felt a moral obligation to chase after the Asteri so that they might never prey upon another world to spare others. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. So good, those princes of hell. <laughs> they're, they're, they're the good guys. I mean, like, let's the demon princes. <laughs> the, de the demon princes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I said, the Asteri, which recent the Prithian people named the Daglin, including Rigelis, had no idea if any of his siblings survived, but going by physical markers and power, Hybern and Amarantha and Lanthus were three of them, only able to be slain since for Hybern, as I said a million times. He was killed by Truth Teller, which is the twin to Gwydion, a made weapon for Amarantha. I believe Lucian owns Narbin, and that's what she was killed with, a made weapon. And then Lanthus, as we know, was killed by Nesta's made weapon, Ataraxia. Um, I said, so the planets that we know so far are the Tog planet, the Akatar planet, Midgard, Hell, and Thur. And then all the random ones that they list at the end of CC2 with, like, the aquatic people and the children that they ate. <sighs> Stuff like that. So awful. Yeah. I said, uh -huh. I do believe that the Asteri left these worlds. A few made it out to the next one, which is where some of the bloodlines sprout from. Or interconnect, like Maeve and Connell's being Reese's father's bloodline. Um, 
We know that Hell drove out the Asteria and then followed them to other worlds to try and stop them. This is where they got trapped on these other planets and unable to relocate and find their own again, the Hell planet. Um, we know that Thanatos is in Hewn City and Apollyon is also in Prithian under an unknown guise. Even though I think he's Reese. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> ultimate good guy. He he's he's gonna he's gonna be like the ultimate good guy, you know. That's what Right. Yeah. I a hundred percent believe he's actually Reesand as a member of a bloodline from hell, and I think Maeve was a princess of hell. Um Maeve might have even been like um maybe another daughter of another prince of hell yeah or yeah. she could be th- i mean what's stopping us from thinking she's thanatos's daughter like she's, she's like dead now right she's dead now i think i don't know um i don't know apollyon even tells bryce when he appears to her in astral form that he is on another planet and then i posted my reese's apollyon video <laughs> like um and then i go into the whole thanatos thing and the thing that i already said um and then i said um this was the other one that i wanted to bring up which you did not like when i texted it to you i I also want to bring up how i do believe hunt's father was Thur, the original god of thunderstorms whatever we know that his planet was named after him, and Hunt was bred for the Asteri. What better weapon would the Asteri have than to use one of the gods' children against them in Prithian? Therefore, I think that they can do worse than death to Hunt. I think Rigelus is going to invade Hunt's body as a host body and try to use him to take down Prithian and Bryce. <laughs> I hated that theory. <laughs> I hate that theory. After all the talk about host bodies, there has to be a reason. Do you really think so, though? Like, can't it just be... What, death? <laughs> can't it just be, like, the bone carver and the ethereal well, Like Hunt did get, like, the slave tattoo back or whatever, unless he tries to invade Rune's body, but Rune isn't that powerful. Not yet. Not he still has to go through his ordeal. Remember, this is what his fighting Rigelus in his body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, well, or just like surviving their dungeons. I mean, that's going to be a huge feat in and of itself. Oh, I just I um, see I foresee the hunt and Rezand fight. I think mm-hmm. that that's what we're going to see in the book because hunt and Reese. Hunt, hunt, because Hunt was also specifically bred to detect and kill demons. That's his whole thing, right? And so I think you mean have Hunt and Cassian, but I definitely <laughs> don't. <laughs> I definitely do. <laughs> I think, I think, I think we're gonna see. I think Hunt is probably gonna die. I well. I I honestly think Rigelus is going to try to take over Hunt's body because Hunt is super powerful and he was, like, bred for them. But what makes you think that besides the host, like, thinking about the host body thing? Like, because, like, it was pointed out how, like, especially in regards to Rigelus, how, like, his host body looks like this. And they eat the people that they 
So it, it said like, host body at the end of Crescent City 2? They, so I forget where it was, but they, it might have been when Rigelis first shows up, like in the teenage body or whatever. And okay. it says that the Asteri basically use host bodies and they feed off of their magic until they eventually kill the original soul. So, okay. You could use Hunt to get to Bryce because they're mates. Okay. Off of his super strong lightning power, which would probably last like millennia. And Ooh. kill Hunt while he's doing it. I mean, there's definitely a reason that they don't kill him because he like he's constantly in their dungeons. I mean, this is like the second or third time that he's like ended up in there, right? Because yeah, and the like the lightning power is super rare and super powerful and he was bred <laughs> for them. Like <laughs> But like if this is the second time, like why didn't they just invade his body the first time? Who says they didn't? <laughs> just because they chose not to. They're I mean like, who eh. says who says they didn't? Who says they didn't use him for shit before? I mean, it's about point. I actually think he's much older than he thinks he is. Everyone's like something happened to him before and he just doesn't remember. Yeah, yeah. Like his memory's been wiped before. This is not the first time. Absolutely. So it's possible. I think that's very, very possible. Um, I said I think that Jessica knows this like might know this and she knows Hunt's father personally because like she wasn't there like a point where she was talking to the Asteri like maybe off page I thought it was mentioned but maybe not I don't know Um, Mm. I said I go back and forth on what I think Jessica is but I'm thinking that she either comes from a witch god bloodline or is a princess of hell herself maybe that's how she knows Thur since I would imagine that the good gods would rebel against the Asteri as well. Um, yeah, that's an to, interesting connection. Yeah. Jessica confuses me too. Jessica, see, I told you that's why I'm like, I'm but on the see, fence. I, like, I think she's actually going to be a part of the whole witch storyline. I think she was like for that thing. Because there's a whole, there's the whole like Hypaxia storyline with necromancy that's yeah. coming up in CC3 too. Literally yeah. House of Flame and Shadow is the necromancy household. So it's interesting because I agree with that and I know that that's the Flame and Shadow but then did you see that someone posted on Facebook the other day that Aelin is the queen of Flame and Shadow. Yes. Aelin, yeah. yeah he saw that too. So I'm like I'm very confused. I'm like is are they a part of the same house like somehow or what is going on there? And then everyone's saying like Lucian and Az fighting over Elaine, Flame and Shadow. It's oh. just <laughs> <gasps> oh no no that can't be i know right. yeah i'm like i'm like people are just like because then it could be eris it could be eris yeah. and reese it could be yeah. you know lady yeah. autumn and fucking whoever like yeah know, no no at this point you know no um and then i said since we're talking about bloodlines, going back to Reese, if he is a Pollyan, that would make Lauren a princess of hell. Um, I, love that. I would assume that she 
didn't want to be anything but like normal, like the normal Faye. Yeah. Um, I said I think she fell in love with Tamlin. The father's found out. Obviously, Tamlin's father wanted her dead. Um, yeah. The mother was a bonus, but Tamlin got them out to Midgard. Um, and then the whole pregnancy thing with Rune or whatever. But I said that I think that she was probably running from like the title like running from the stigma of everything she just kind of wanted to be normal and that's like, yeah. why she like fell for tamlin and like his problems and all of that he wants to be normal too they just yeah. both wanted to be normal and honestly i think there's like there's the part of reese that wanted to be normal once upon a time because that's how he befriended tamlin kind of yeah. he took pity on him so um i said um do, 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 do. whether it was before or after she got to midgard i think lauren realized she was pregnant needed shelter safety volunteered to give the autumn king an heir because she knew yeah. that knowing she was pregnant um even though rune is really tamlin's it secured her a solitary villa and comfort at the very least and then i said i think that's what the prophecy meant by rune being the last of the royal bloodline because we will find out that he actually isn't of that royal bloodline einar's and then Bryce will do away with the monarchy. I love that storyline. I'm actually okay with that if Rune survives and everything's okay. Mm-hmm. I think that you predicted on the last podcast that Einar is going to die, right? I think that's kind of what we I were saying. Einar is going to die. I think Baron's going to die. Well, I don't know when Baron's going to die. Probably with the Koshi War, but. I'm starting to think more and more that Koshi's going to be kind of involved in Crescent City 3. Yeah, I, I could see that. I could see that. Because everyone's like, no, Crescent City 3 is going to be all of the Asteri Midgard stuff. And then the Koshi War is going to be the next Akatar book. And I'm like, but they're connect- Like they're all gods. Like they're all connected. Everything's connected. Everything- I mean- Elaine's the seer. And, you know, you know, I mean, yes. I- Technically, it the Koshi thing could be like the Aleutian book because, as we know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but the only problem I agree with that, and the problem I have, I feel like I'm gonna be. I know I'm not gonna be disappointed, but I know it's like only we talked about this like an 858 page book or something like that. It's like 848 pages. Yeah, 848. (laughs) What is she gonna put in there? Why? Why is it not 1,600 pages? I was going to say. Why yeah, does she man. stop? We need Aleutian. We need Koshi. But, we need the war. So I did make a little note in this little post. We do have to remember that she took back her statement that all the series can be read separately. So what? what are you thinking mostly? So, well, my point for... That was actually in my Cassian death theory. I said Cassian's going to die in CC3. And if you didn't read all of the series and stuff, like, you would be like, where the fuck's Cassian? <laughs> in the next Akatar book. Um, what the fuck? No! No! But I also have another little tidbit that literally just kind of floated into my head when I was showering today. Well, we it? don't know Lady Autumn's name and yeah, that bothers um, me. And how we think like she's somehow related to Einar. And so I was like, okay, so if it's like 
Einar, what if her name's like Eileen? And then I looked it up and Eileen actually means shining light. The bright Does it one. Really? Mm-hmm. What does you said what does Einar mean? It's like he I'm gonna pull it up real quick. Hold on. It means uh one warrior battle leader. Yeah, yeah. So um Mm-hmm. What is Einar? Hold on, let me see. Battle leader. In mythology. I just want to see like what he And then Baron just means bear. <laughs> you're, you're like, tell me about how you put the names in your book. <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah, you're right. The warriors who died in battle ascended to Valhalla in Norse mythology. Einar yeah. is the god of valor and fidelity. Which, excuse me, why? Like he's not, <laughs> but like he's like, definitely he's not. not. <laughs> but like what? What? <laughs> what like, I mean, I mean, he did love Ember. <laughs> he did one warrior in battle. He still so, loves Ember. He still loves. Oh, he's he's. When is the last time they even saw each other face to face? Like when she was seventeen or whatever. Yeah, it's it's been years. Like I don't know how old she is. I can't remember. I feel like she's like in her like thirties and forties. I feel like she's in her late forties. Yeah, she's like in her forties. Like they have this like little kid now. So, um, I mean, I feel for Einar in a way. I know he's a he's a jerk, but he's a piece. He's like, like, uh, he just confuses me. I know, I know. That's why I'm like, so th- this is, I'm telling you well, right now, this is what I see. He, he's gonna, his redemption is gonna be like, I'm leaving death. the Fae <laughs> to go save, to go save Rune. I bet you him, I bet you him and Lauren are gonna go save. Try I save don't him. see him giving a flying fuck about Rune. Really? You At all. He has like- never given a flying fuck about Rune. Every time Rune has gone to see him, even for business, like, he's always just fucking degrading him. Always. He, he's a piece. Yeah, he's awful to him. He's awful to but him. But then with Bryce, like, he was worried about Bryce. Yeah. And you're more like me than you think. And, like, giving her these little tidbits. And I'm like, okay. Favorite child. It's, it's so But then awful it's like, that, like he didn't want her to ever say that he was her dad. and But, I mean, that could be spun as, like, okay, protection. Yeah, yeah, kinda. It's he's he's a weird. There's he's just off. Like you know, like leaving her on the side after the oracle. Like what the f- is that about? The side he's of the like, road. Get remember? the fuck out! Like he's like get the fuck out. It was awful. I, it's really interesting. Like, and it makes me sad so because weird. Rune is like the sweet marshmallow of a man that like. And then just you haven't gotten to the scene yet, have you? Like asking you every time because it's a funny no. scene. No, no. And then when I, he's just like you little bitch. <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't gotten to because Rune's like so loyal to him and so dutiful, and he just treats him like blah. Because I honestly think that he, again, like Baron with Lucian, I think he knows he's not his kid. He can't prove it. But it's like, how can you seriously not prove that? Like, do you like how, like she really won't. I mean, because I, I mean, they're all like, oh, look how 
meek and dutiful like his mom is like he couldn't be like oh she slept around because yeah like, there's you no can't fucking way it. there's no fucking way she slept yeah. around right but you know what's interesting to me too is like he choose her or did she just show up he chose her right it sounds like he chose her but the circumstances were kind of like mm, shady oh a little shady because doesn't he like hate the avalon fey why would he choose like yeah it it was really weird she was like he like chose her yeah it was bizarre like he chose her and then the whole conversation with rune and his mom like she was being so shady about it oh she was was so shady shady about it she was super shady she was like it was an honor to have to bury you it was an honor to give like offspring to the autumn king like she was so okay but if you didn't want it and then she was like (laughs) yeah she she like wouldn't be honest she wouldn't tell her with a look (laughs) um um I said... But I think that you also brought up the bloodhound theory, and it was or that bloodhound excerpt from Christmas Day. Remember where it was like, like very oddly specific that people would pay good money, especially mm-hmm. regarding royalty. Do you remember? I was like, that's a really mm-hmm. odd statement. Oh yeah, fury. Yeah, thanks to fury. pay good money, like, like people know like anyone would, you know, want a bloodhound in their arsenal or whatever yes if it was a royal who was questioning their bloodline (laughs) like what parentage whatever the fuck it said yes was was einar trying to get danica (laughs) yeah yeah einar was trying to use danica i bet to sniff out rune i wonder if that was like i want to to know I want to know what Danica knew about Fury. <laughs> of all the Danica. fucking secrets. I knew something dangerous about her. She knew something dangerous about me. What? That you're half bad guy, half good guy? Yes. Flip flop whenever you wanted? Oh my god. Like it's so interesting to me. Because nobody would trust her if they yeah. thought she had any loyalties to either side the the um i actually personally love the shifter fey like i love the fenders and like the idea of like the tog fey i i like a question just popped into my head though yeah fury or rice was the one that trusted fury to bring a meal to her parents house yep yes she did i was i when i read that i was like oh don't do it that's so fucking sketch Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yeah. If anyone in Bryce's family dies enough, she has been through enough. enough. But that's part of the reason why I don't think Hunt or Rune is gonna die. Like she's already lost way too many people. I mean, it would be it intriguing if like Randall died, but he's in a bonus chapter, so that wouldn't makes sense but again the bonus chapters can be anywhere in the book that's right (gasps) it could be a prequel bonus chapter like how i wrote it (laughs) i wrote it as a prequel to cc3 where fury actually visits them 
and it's like I love I love your fix by the way I, I still have to get caught up on it so I'm so excited <laughs> uh anyway back to my huge bullshit <laughs> I said um back to the point there are a few people from each planet that have jumped to multiple planets um in Cormac Bryce and Hunt's bonus chapter of Crescent City 2 we get another huge hint of this and this is my Tristan Flynn theory my whole big the one with quotes because I know I mentioned it it a million times how I think he's part of the spring court and stuff yeah I have quotes let's do it I said Rune and his BFF Tristan Flynn we know that Rune's magic hails from his mother's line Avalon Fay, shadow magic and Tristan question mark we get this in Crescent City 1 Flynn's earth magic rare among the fire prone Valbaran Fay. In the CC2 bonus chapter, Bryce is talking to Cormac, and then we get this. Uh, the Hawthorns and the Donalds go back for generations. I said, now Rune is a Donald through his mother. Donald. Through his mother, Lauren, which makes Rune Resan's nephew. Um, keep that in mind, because then we get these when Bryce is talking to Tristan. Um, last name is Flynn. It's gonna say Flynn because that's what they call him. Um, Flynn drank again. I'm surprised you allowed the Prince of Assholes to drag you here, Cormac. <laughs> Part of the deal, keeping up appearances and whatnot. Flynn snorted. Yeah, same. Flynn might act like a playboy, but there were some duties even he couldn't shirk. She watched him carefully. Um, his neutral face, the boredom that he plastered there. Who was the male beneath all of that? Beneath the partying and irreverence. She arched a brow. You really hate all of this, don't you? His brows lifted. Why are you so surprised? I don't know. I feel like I owe you an apology for not realizing it sooner. Hello, Tamlin. Mm-hmm. He winked, but his amusement faded as he said a shade quietly. That's why Rune and I became friends, because we both hate this crap. We have ever since we were kids. And I put, this sounds a hell of a lot like this. Mm-hmm. Tamlin and I got to know each other at various court functions. He seemed decent for a High Lord's son, better than Baron's brood at the Autumn Court. Tamlin's brothers were equally as bad, though worse, and they knew Tamlin would take the title one day. Which, what? And mm-hmm. to a half-breed Illyrian who had to prove himself and defend his power, I saw what Tamlin went through, and I befriended him, sought him out whenever I was able to get away from the war camps or court. I put, funny... R and T, Resand and Tamlin, Rune and Tristan from the same courts. Rune and his mom hail from night, and I hundred percent believe Tristan's bloodline hails from spring. And this is why, as well. Bryce didn't bother to smile back as Cormac nudged her along, approaching a tall, handsome female who was the spitting image of Flynn, a little older but nearly identical from the brown hair to the green eyes, Lord Hawthorne. Um Next to him, a slim blonde fae female, blonde, in a white sheath dress stood beside him, narrow-faced and cold-eyed. Lady Hawthorne. Flynn, God bless him, loitered by the door-to-ceiling windows that overlooked the beds of lavender. Lavender? Lavender? Knocking back a glass of champagne. And I said, is Lady Hawthorne Tamlin's aunt? Um, I could see it. 
Rumor had it the house's spectacular gardens were the result of the elder Lord Hawthorne's earth magic, but how a male so hard-hearted could produce such lovely things was beyond <laughs> Bryce. And such I put, a mirror. And I put in the note, I said, Tamlin's dad probably would have given his given his younger sister to a male just like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That is such... Like how Lady Autumn was given to Baron. Yes. And then, but she's kind of a bitch. And I mean, I don't blame her if she's stuck in this life forever and these, with these people or whatever. But it says, yeah, Flynn's mother's nostrils flared either at the brazen show of affection because Flynn like kissed Bryce's cheek or whatever, or Aww. at her precious son deigning to touch a piece of trash. Flynn's mother merely looked Bryce over with that cool disdain. His father frowned deeply. And then we have... You are to be on your best behavior, boy, his father growled. Bryce had picked up enough over the years to know that while Lord Hawthorne had never been in the ox, he was a highly trained warrior. From his broad shoulders and the menace in that growl, Bryce didn't doubt it. I said one of Tamlin's father's old friends slash guards. Interesting. Oh my gosh, I love it. I'm like so digging it right now. That's all I had. That's all the little things we got in the bonus chapter. But that's a lot for a bonus chapter. That's a ton for bo- But also, when do you ever see green eyes anywhere else? Just spring court. The spring court. The spring court's the only one that has green eyes. <laughs> and the and the wife, the blonde hair, the flowing yes. blonde hair. Dude, they are, it's totally Tamlin's court. I'm like... I if if we don't get any like Tamlin Spring Court stuff in the next Crescent City, I'm I want to know so like how did like how did Tamlin's like aunt or if either of them are related to him, like how did they get to Midgard? Yeah, because we have a theory on like how Lauren got to Midgard. We do have a theory on how Lauren did. Unless, oh. unless it's like. Tamlin's mom no like but he I don't know like she was she's dead like super subservient like yeah I think she Tamlin's mom sounds like she's very sweet like very kind-hearted right like like that's the impression I mean I got um, yeah I mean I kind of see her a little like Lauren is now like she 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 knows the autumn king's a piece of shit to ruin she doesn't really do anything and tamlin's like she would never say a word against him like no matter what he did to us like well she the thing that's mm. yeah the thing that sucks is that she's like stuck right yeah you know she like needs and we don't even have we have nothing like we have nothing about her we just have tamlin going like i loved my mother she's the only one i mourned yeah. But then, like, she didn't really do anything. Like, I don't know. I know. She, like, didn't yeah. stop it. But, like, they're all accustomed to that type of behavior from the men in that world and yeah. the fathers, especially the fathers. Like, I think it's just, The like, old generation. Abused... It was the previous the... generation. Yeah, who... yeah. Yeah. Just abused the... everybody around them, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I love it. I love Crescent City. Did you like it? I love Crescent It's better than Akatar, actually. <laughs> I love Chris and that's why I'm like I'm trying to hype it up because more people need to read it because it's so fucking good 
I just need to finish it. Like, but I love Crescent City, and it got such a bad rap because it's like all modern day. I'm like, you gotta read it, you guys. Yeah, I thought so I was gonna bad. hate it because of that, but I didn't. I know I was like really, and I like ended up loving like every. I love every character in it. I'm like, they're so fucking good. They're so interesting. Say, I was gonna say like, oh, brown hair, like. It's kind of weird for the spring court, but it really isn't because didn't Braun and Hart have brown hair? That's what I was thinking. I, that stuck out to me because, like, I don't know anyone else besides the Archerons who she specifically said brown hair. Yeah. It's not like yeah. blonde. It's not Except like Baron. But the, because but uh, Baron, yeah, yeah. Baron. Um, yeah. I love I mean, it, though. Lord, I like... Lord Hawthorne could have been, again, like I said, one of the father's guards because then we have Braun and Hart. Of brown hair and i don't know if they're related it never said if they were related it i don't know but it sounded like they were they're like really like best friends or like i don't know if they're related or best friends or gay or what like i don't know (laughs) who knows she never delved into anything in the spring court which is annoying as fuck it was super annoying it was like tamlin had like a group of friends and we never got their names like yeah. We never learned anything about them. That's what just irks me. <laughs> the voices for Braun and Hart in the graphic audio. Are they good? They're weird. Like, oh, you... like fucking what Braun you... just like flirting with Ianthe. Just it was so cringy. Well, like, what kind of accent do they have? They didn't really have an accent, but Braun was supposed to be, like, this huge macho guy. So, like, his voice is super deep. And, like, he's all into Ianthe. She, did she Because, remember, it? she was, like, blatantly, like, flirting with all of them or whatever at yeah. that point at the engagement party. And yeah. I think Hearts was just kind of, like, average. Yeah, 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 yeah. I always kind of saw them as, like, younger, like, Feyre's age. I don't know why. I did, too. I didn't think of them like that. Oh, see, you're just making me get all sad about the spring court all over again. But anyway, that's all I had written on that huge, long 20-minute <laughs> theory. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm, like, really intrigued by all of it, like, especially that spring court bit. If she doesn't fucking follow through with that... There's, I'm telling you, there's a part of me that truly thinks we are never going to revisit the Supreme Court ever again. There's that little doubt in me, too, but I I don't believe, like, it's impossible for her not to. Because if she really, truly didn't want to ever revisit the Supreme Court, she would have killed off Tamlin in Akawar. That's why, I like, I'm... That's what just throws me or off. Or Reese right? would have missed him in Akafas. Like, we need to restore she... Tamlin. And now Lucian's in the spring court. And now she purposely linked one of the Crescent City families to the spring court. Rare earth magic. It's like, if you never wanted to deal with Tamlin again, why are you now giving him family? <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying. She says one thing, but she's writing another. She's, like, doing another thing. It's really, it throws you off. It really throws you off. I just thought of this. Unless Flynn is going to take over the spring court. Shut the the fuck up. I know. 
I know. He like hates that shit too, but wouldn't that be history repeating itself? That is so depressing that we now have an heir to the Supreme Court. <laughs> I'm really bummed out. I'm really bummed out. Like, he doesn't want to be like, but again, the tease, like, I didn't want to be High Lord. And Flynn's like, I hate this crap. Like, wouldn't that be a mirror? It's totally a mirror. It's exactly like Tamlin. It's just it's like exactly Tamlin and Reese, like with him and Reese. I'll tell you something. If she kept Hamlin alive for all these books, she better. And then, <laughs> and then I swear to God, he fucking dies, and I'm done. Kills him off. I'm done. <laughs> he sacrifices himself for Nyx. For Nick. fucking Nyx. <gasps> and Feyre. Going after a baby. The Theory. This series, like, yeah, but these series, like, holy shit. I saw oh, the yeah, first the children are him. very good food. <laughs> okay, but there's no way anyone's getting fucking close to that child. <laughs> Let's be honest. I that's mean, the, yeah. That's going to be the whole more. fight, though. Well, we have more. We have Asriel. We have Cassian. Cassian. Yeah. Reese himself, Farah. Sorry, Amarin, but you don't count anymore. <laughs> oh, oh. I, I'm worried. I don't see this going well. But again, like, she literally could have killed him off in Akawar unless she was just waiting for Flynn. Now I'm pissed. <laughs> Why did I think of that? I'm literally like, I'm not going to lie to you. That's such a damper on my night. <laughs> now i'm mad i was like oh yeah we have spring court people and then i was like we have spring court people <laughs> fuck it's like we have spring like, court why, people <laughs> why introduce I was like, them? she can't kill him off we have absolutely <laughs> no one to take over we know yeah. nothing about the spring court she's like ba-boom a little bonus chapter spring court <laughs> uh, and, yeah she puts so much into her bonus chapters. Like, I'm convinced. Always. It's always, like, these mass... Everyone's like, you don't have to read the bonus chapters. You read all yes, of she... them, right? Or you Oh, have all, all of them? them? I think the, I've read all of them. The Rune one, this one, the Thanatos one. Yeah, yeah. And I purchased... I told you, like, a crazy freak. <laughs> I purchased, like, three or four of the... I was actually, I actually broke down and I was going to buy the Barnes and Noble one, which is that Hunt and Bryce, I think. I think I bought that one too. Is it Hunt and Bryce or Rune and Lydia? I forget. I forget which one the Barnes and Noble But they were sold out of pre-orders. I was mad. It's like. I'll send you all of it. It's okay. You better. Um. I needed the Nesta one. <laughs> I needed the Nesta one. That was the first one I bought. Everyone needed Everyone the Nesta one. Everyone it. mentioned that. The second she posted that, I go, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> and it didn't come out for another day. And I literally I... put like a reminder on my phone. Get this fucking <laughs> pre-order right now before it's sold out. It's so good. Well, I know. I, I was like, but uh, here's what I was I was thinking. I was like, everyone's gonna want the Nesta Asriel one. 